Okay. Hey, what's up? What's hey, up? What's up? Hey, Hello. Hey, another hey, episode hey, of hey, Good, Good Story. I'm here with my boys, my family out here. Hobeezy. What's up? What's up? Stray dog, or like Jack the Moody likes to call him, Stray Puppy. What's cracking like it? Straight puppy. I'm straight out here. I'm going by Ree. Ree. This day. Anyway, what's up, man? It's It's been a long week. Yes, sir. I got a little son. Yeah, you you red, bro. You, you fried. It's that you German red. side, you know. You my German fried side. Fried German chicken. That German side. So, just got back today from playing in the Kalani Sitaki. I don't know if it's the first annual. I think it's the first, first annual. annual. First annual Kalani Sitaki golf tournament, and it was great. It was up at Cedar Hill. Shout out to Cedar Hills. They had tons and tons of people. It was a great uh, event. Got to meet a lot of people. I wish it was a great, great round of golf for me, but. Wasn't happening. So yeah. if you want to check out how I did, go check out our, our TikTok page. Good story at TikTok. Show you a, a shot, a golf shop you'll never be able to duplicate. You got to put that on the um, IG. All Hobie. right. All right. Send that it is, to me. It's about it to go. Me. I did. I sent it to our, our thread. All right. All right. But uh, it was great. Had a lot of people. What I should have did when I went up there is because there was a lot of high schools here in Utah and a lot of coaches there wearing their, co- their, their school, you know, Logos and stuff on their shirts. Shoot, I should have wore the four-time defending state champs, the Orm Repeat Champion Tigers. That's what I hear. You know, but today I'm rocking the the Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks. Shout out to my nephew Noah Sewell out there, still doing his thing. Uh huh. So Sewell strong, baby. We had brother Gabe out here. We had to borrow his clubs today because he was supposed to come, but we borrowed his clubs. My cousin didn't have any from L.A., so we borrowed his clubs. Get a straight Nike set. How oh, many uh, How many holes do you guys go? 18. Played a full round, yeah. So we started at 9.30 and didn't get done until 2 o'clock. Dang. My wife probably wanted, my wife, she's really great. She probably wanted to kill me, but she didn't. Bro, she's probably got a lot of patience. Bro, now you know how them wives feel, bro, when they go golfing. Like, honey, I'm going to go golfing. They look, oh. Golf That's all day. <laughs> Tomorrow's a golf wife now. She golf been wife. it. She been. This is my second set. I'm I'm running in my second set. I've been golfing for a few years, but I've been out of the loop because of my my recent injuries. You know, I fell and slipped on. Oh no, that was Hobart. Did you, did you use the hook shot today? Sorry, Stray. That's not my game. But my unstoppable move on the basketball court, still yet to to be stopped, is the what? The baby what? Stray? Baby hook. You jump 13 feet, that baby hook's going 13-1. Yeah, 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 it's all about it. All about it in the paint. I own, I own fools. But anyways. So you go hard in the paint, baby? Like waka, 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 flocka. Aww. But anyways, has some, real, has some great sponsors out there. You know, one day we hope to have them on our podcast. We have yes, some great sponsors. I'm going to shout them out anyways. Shout out to Built Bar. Watch your mouth. New Skin. Him too. Provo Marriott. Bring it on down. There was a few others, but, you know, still looking for the McDonald's guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's a, that's a story for Eddie another. Ways. And the food was great, presented by Magglebee's. Oh, what'd you, you know? get, man? No, they had some chicken wings that were fire. And they had some burgers, bacon bacon double cheeseburger, triple di- double cheeseburger. But the Magglebee's chocolate cake is legendary. And you know what? what? It's right by my house. Our house. <laughs> it's right up In the, the street. middle of the street. Is that the one by Hoppus? 
Yeah, Hoppo's right there. Yeah. So their chocolate cake, man. If you never had Magleby's chocolate cake, in your mouth. Hook shot right hey, in your mouth. Hey, was Encore there? Right, was, were they there, uh, Keith? We actually had a, a, had a, a sighting of an Encore t-shirt. I drove up, and it was Jackson Light Johnson right there playing with his dad. Yeah, we uh, we didn't come to this one. We were going to, but we weren't there. We were Oh, you guys are too busy. But you yeah, guys supported. We you guys supported yeah. the cause. Yeah, yeah, no, we were we were planning to be there, but got tied up with Texas and a couple of different things. Yeah, it was fun. Encore got things to do. I was hoping Encore would be there so they can they can sign up sign me up for nil because man, I was on fire for two holes. Hey, <laughs> hey but that's what it's about, Riley. Right? You hit one good shot, Hobie, and guess yeah. what? You want to come back. Uh-huh. You can have a crappy game, crappy day, just one. Did you hit one? Like they say, any bad day of golf beats any good day at work. You wow. know what I'm saying? That's wow. what they say. And I had you could have you could have eighteen bad, terrible shots and hit one great one, you're like, I'm coming back tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like a hole in one. No oh. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all night, baby. <laughs> Where's the gong? You guys are too young for the gong show. What? Yeah. Well, I mean Hobart is. He too Bro. old. He too young for the gong. Me show. and my grandma used to watch that all the time. I told my kids so there was two shows fish, that we watched in LA: was the Lawrence Welk show and the Donnie and Marie show at night when my dad was there. That's the only two shows we were able to get here in Utah. Cali. Oh, I don't know what they watched here in Utah. Night Rider. Night Rider. Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Yeah, that's the that's the helicopter one. No, that's Airwolf. Remember when they didn't Take even have back? Remember when uh, your parents would ask the kids like, "What's on today?" Because they don't we didn't have TV guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to be in the newspaper. We didn't have the newspaper. Yeah, the only newspaper we had was Jet. Oh yeah, I got it's, the Jet magazine. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nobody in there black, but they got Jet magazine. Because you know that's all we wanted to Came to the house was Jet magazine. If people this don't know, how you get an ass girl. Yeah. Jet you know? Ebony and Ebony, y'all don't know nothing about Jet. That was man. I remember when Magic Johnson was on the Jet magazine. I was like, oh, I thought this was a girl magazine. Yeah, but Magic was getting girls. You see that that series coming out on the Lakers? Magic better stop. He better watch your mouth. Uh huh. Before he catch another case. No, that's Bill Cosby. He got out though. He got plenty of cases. Yeah, it looks like the weather was good today. The weather was perfect last week. I was in. Uh, over Saint the George. weekend, I was in St. George. How was, How was that? that? How was that, Hobie? It was good. It was packed. What What was it, the event? Tell everybody it what you It was a at. seven on seven hosted by Rain, The hmm. Rain, and uh, Level Up. Great. Uh, they were the all Age there. groups. It was uh, the fourth graders and up. To high school? Yeah. There's a big controversy going out right now. A lot of people are saying that you you shouldn't take your kids to those because coaches don't offer kids with that go to seven on seven. What you guys think about that? Yeah, they do. Shoot. The NFL is all about seven on seven. Man, there's some see Cooper high Cup? school kids over there. They look like oh, I got a great Cooper Cup story. But go ahead from today. Oh no, there were, I seen some talented kids out there, man, athletes. But go ahead and tell us your story. You know, I'm a big Rams fan, so we. I just happened to be golfing in my foursome with this guy's name is Alex. He's the quarterback coach at North Salem High School out in North Salem, Oregon. Okay, and he trained Cooper Cup. Story without what he say. Let's hear him. Yeah, I was just saying that how he was just this ordinary kid. He said he looked the part, 
and he he, he ran a sub four six forty. You know, just a regular kid, Eastern Washington, same stuff everybody knows. But what he said, what set him apart was he told himself that it was like affirmations every day that I'm going to make it big in the NFL. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. And he became that guy. The rest is history, but it's just cool. Cooper from Oregon? Yeah. He played at Eastern Washington. But the guy that that I was golfing with, he uh, was a quarterback at uh, Washington State, and then he went on to the leagues. And my nice. nephew, T.C. Malmalunga, who's the quarterback, starting quarterback at North Salem High School, started as a freshman, uh, got an offer from Oregon in ninth grade as a freshman, um, re-offered and stuff. So he's got an offer from Miami. He's got an offer from um, a couple other schools, but he's only a junior. So that, this is his quarterback coach. So this guy, Alex, also played in the leagues, and he also um, – knows Kalani because he was at Oregon State uh, when Kalani was at Oregon State. So it was kind of a little reunion. So it was kind of cool. I didn't really know him. I just played golf. So a lot of these golf tournaments like this is mostly networking, trying yeah. to find out who people are and connecting them. What were some of the big names you saw over there? I can't reveal my sources right now. but they're, I'm you not know, talking about source. I'm just talking about the big names. There were some big names there. There's Tony Finau's dad. Oh. There was Kingsley Sumateo's dad. Oh, here we go. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of big dads there. You know, there was uh, Jackson Light's dad, James, that was there. Is yeah. he big like his son? Nah, Jackson's big. He's a big boy. Yeah. I mean, James is not a little guy, but he's a big man. So War Room was there uh, with uh, and my man Moose. Moose Bingham was there uh, with his group. So there's, they, they're here in the same building as we are upstairs, and they do a great job. So anybody's looking to get their, their, org, their uh, coaching staff Organize. They do a they do a computer program that helps. Maybe maybe Keaton can elaborate on it. They they help them uh, the coaches train in a more efficient technological way than okay. how they do. So yeah, it's software that organizes everything that a coaching staff needs. So anything from scholarships, you can track, you know what, you know, how many scholarships per group and the different years of guys on scholarship. Who you want to have a scholarship next? There's a feature to have. You know, you can sort your walk-ons and rate them, and then you can kind of keep track of who's next on the scholarship list. And then it goes through the depth chart. You can organize all of that. You can organize your upcoming classes of who's coming in, as well as, like, weight room stuff. So you can track dudes, uh, how they're progressing in the weight room. I think BYU is using them, right? Yeah. So there's a a ton of colleges. Yeah, so a lot of high schools and and colleges are using War Room. So War Room is the name of the program, and it helps BYU because BYU is unique in a way where they have to keep track of missionaries coming home. Missionaries okay. going, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the the scholarships have to keep moving that way, but they do a great job. So Moose Bingham and, and James uh, Johnson that's out there, they they work for War Room. So if anybody wants to get out there, Moose, you owe me a, and I, you owe us a sponsorship on here because, man, we be dropping your name on here. So we already know. But Moose, 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 like Little Moose from BYU? Yeah, so Moose also <laughs> does. Um, so you're not talking about Bullwinkle Moose? No. Oh, okay. So Moose, he, he was actually a kicker at BYU and Utah. And uh, he now ranks Utah talent. So he does these rankings of the best D linemen, the best uh, uh, quarterbacks, the best offensive linemen, the best linebackers, nice. all that stuff throughout the year. And then he actually has – man, he has a great following because he, he talks about who he does. So he asks kids to drop your uh, their, their huddle film to him, and then he, he takes them, and then he ranks you. So kids love to see that. They love the yeah. in-state rankings, and he's always spot on. There's sometimes that he get, me and him get into it a little bit because some of the stuff that he says, and I'm that dad that will inbox him and say, Moose, man, 
you know, so we, we have our little run-ins. I do, you know, debate. No, no, I just tell it, you know, like, no, man, don't be be saying that, you know. So anyways. And then he'd be like, who are you? (sighs) I'm King Zisu Mateo's dad. Here we go. But anyways, so it was a fun thing. The food was great. Yeah. The weather was great. It was cold when we got there. It was 35 degrees when we first teed off. Warmed up a little bit. Let me uh, ask you a quick question. Go ahead, cousin. Yeah, uh, shoot. Go ahead, man. Shoot straight. So. Shoot straight. From your. (laughs) No, thank you. From your experience, right, being a dad with a kid that got a scholarship, like what what kind of advice you can tell, uh, like some of the youth out there or or parents that you know can make possibly make their kids stand out for a scholarship. What what can we do as parents to make a kid stand out? Yeah, or what kind of advice would you give a, a young youth that's looking to like? Just to become a top player, man. You know, you hear like that that kid in uh, California that's got a good NIL deal, and he's mm. not even in college yet. Well, I can tell you right now, Nico's a great player. But when you're six six and you hundred and whatever pound, and you can throw every ball. Obviously, the he passed the eye test, so yeah. he's gonna stand out. And he's a ranked volleyball player. Mm. And he, he comes from an athlete. I mean, you watch his film. Film don't lie. Yeah. So. He's a legitimate kid, man. I hope he does well when he gets out to, to Tennessee, Knoxville and stuff. He, they, so they got, besides the athletic aspect, like I mean, what for kind me, of great point average they need to aim for? I mean, obviously. To get that look. Okay, so I'll give you an example. And I tell this to all the kids that, that ask me this question or parents that ask me this question. If your son, if your son is 6'2", 230 pounds, he's a linebacker, you know, and say five other guys are, let's say 500 other linebackers are 6'2", 230 pounds, and they all have three-point grade-point averages, the coaches are going to look at your grades first because they want to make sure you're eligible and, uh, you know, D1 eligible, scholarship eligible. And then they're going to look at your physical, you know, what, what you're like physically. Then they, they're going to go back and say, so the tiebreaker, this is what I'm getting at. You could have identical stats, identical look, identically as far as film, talent, whatever like that. But there's got to be a tiebreaker. So what do you think the tiebreaker is going to be? Attitude. GPA. Okay. How you carry yourself. Depends on what kind of player. Yeah. So High profile or just middle of the pack or. Well, and, and the reason that I say that the tiebreaker is always the kid's character. And they base that on what are you tweeting? What are you putting on social media? Okay. What kind of songs are you endorsing on your social media? Like I've seen kids lose followers like coaches, and that's a big tell of what schools are going to follow you because they posted a song that was not a good song to post. Um, The second thing is that's pretty obvious is your ninth grade year counts to your your transcripts. Okay. So say if a kid has a 3.0, 3.0, 3.0 going sophomore, junior, senior, all of them have that. All hundred of those guys are looking at. They're going to go back and see what you got in ninth grade. So some kids say, ah, I don't care. I got a D in ninth grade. I ain't worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tiebreaker. That's a big factor. Huh? So school is important, but your character is, is huge because kids will coaches will take a chance on a kid that say they don't know what their background is. Say they came from a single family single mom, you know, whatever, single dad, and they struggle to get a 3-0. 
and the coaches meet them. They see them, but they see these kids doing community service. They see them posting positive affirmations, or they see them, you know, doing service in the community. They're going to look past and say, look, this kid is teachable versus this kid that's higher ranked. Who do you think the coaches are going to take? If they're identical with the, the athletic ability, yeah. but he's kind of, you know, with the, the school, let's, let's find out more about them. And that's going to be all the coaches, up to the coaches, vetting the kids, you know, helping them understand. Yeah. And so that's why I continually say that the transfer portal is huge because now uh, coaches are going to say, this kid has already proven himself in college. Why are we going to go and take a chance on a kid that's 18? So now the high school kids have to work a little harder. Work a little harder, be more mature. Don't do stupid stuff like get caught up in, in who knows what. You know, even if it's something as small as graffiti, you know, you ain't going to find no kid in college doing that. Maybe you will, you know, but yeah. I'm saying there's instances. But as far as a kid that you're trying to stand out, man, if you can – show them as far as character. And, and I'll give you an example. And this is a tribute to his mom. And I always hear this thing that everybody always says about Kingsley. He's humble. He's quiet, but he's humble. That's huge for a, a coach because they want to be able to have a kid that's teachable yeah. and coachable. But you're all, if you always, I mean, if that's your personality, cool. You might be not right. You might be right for another flashy school versus a school that just wants a kid that's just blue collar worker, just come to work every day. You know what yeah. I mean? So, to my, my short short answer, man, make sure your character fits who you, your profile is. Don't be that. Be the same in the light than you are in the dark. You know what I mean? Don't be anybody fake. Do that. Do what you need to do to get that extra push. Well said. Well said. Well. That's why I get paid the big money. All right. All right. I forgot the other question I was going to ask. So why did I cut off? Back. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we we just i just tell you this. I love it when, when parents invest their time in their kids because it shows. Yeah. And that was one thing that a lot of parents, when we talk, the par- and it shows in the kids, when the parents are invested, you can tell it a hundred times in the kids. You know, of course, there might be a little bit, some of those kids that have to do it on their own. But if a parent, because even nowadays, if you, you know, you've seen those studies where that, that one Japanese guy said it, he had two trees and one he yelled at every day and the other one he like said nice things about and how one flourished and continued to grow and the other one died. and you know, so I believe that wholeheartedly. If you continually are something that the kid is looking to be, you know, have something patterned against, like if you say, you know, you're doing a great job, even something small like that, but at the same time you're showing them, you know, actions speak that, that language. Yeah. And taking them out to the park, throw balls with them, be out there, you know, encouraging them and stuff like that. And sometimes you have to be honest, like, look, man, you, you four foot nine, you ain't going to be a yeah. basketball player, you know. You can hold that ball when the kicker yeah. kicks. They need managers that make more money, you yeah. know. Oh, here's my question. So let's move a little bit forward. I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there, and I'm sure we've talked about this already in the previous podcast. Um, as far as NIL, do they have to apply for these things or NIL will find them? Again, companies want to be want to want to uh, kids that sponsor them or want kids to represent them because of the the way they represent their brand. Can you take Strong's finger out of your mouth and talk? <laughs> I'm just saying that if an NIL company, so say me and you own a company, yeah. And it's called Put Your Finger in Their Mouth Company. Okay. We want somebody that's going to be able to have great character, 
somebody that's that's not going to get controversial, somebody that's going to uh, represent our brand in the way that we want to represent. So a lot of kids are thinking, oh, only the big name players or only the big name kids are getting uh, NILs. Nah, I know somebody that loved the underdog. We were just talking about Cooper Cup. Yeah. Nobody in the world would have offered him an NIL deal at Eastern Washington. What do you think is happening to him now? Is it because of his his Super Bowl ring? No, it's because of his story. He was an underdog kid that came from nothing, has zero offers, but Eastern Washington has zero stars, and now who he is. The MVP of the league, you know, offensive MVP. So if I'm looking at a company, yeah, the Super Bowl ring is great, but, man, his story is everything. You know, and I I know a lot of people like that. I don't know if you guys remember uh, that running back out of Florida State that his mom died, the running back. Work done. No. Yeah, work done. Right. Took care of his family. His mom was a police officer. She got killed, line of duty. But he took care of his kids, you know, took care of the brothers and sisters. He wasn't a a Super Bowl winner, was he? He played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, I don't know. I thought thought they uh, he was on the Tampa Bay when they won. I'm saying, but his story. Like, I would love to just be part of that because of his story. Yeah, yeah. No, but Hobart was even asking about you were asking about parents and yeah, for, their, for NILs, Like, right? you know, there's parents out there right now just wondering, how do I get my kids this? Yeah, you but know? here's the thing that people need to remember, and, you know, it's not the jo- the school, the job of the school to get players NIL. Right, Keaton? It's actually legal. Right. Yeah, that's one of the few rules with national rules with NILs the school can't be involved. So, to Leroy's point, right, kid yeah. with character. So, kid. our sponsor... For our podcast is Encore Marketing Sports yeah. Agency. They, these guys, they if you look at the, the the athletes they represent, they're athletes. They got swimmers, they got golfers, they got football players, they got basketball players, and stuff like that. College. You have any high, high school kids, King? No, we don't in Utah. You can't. Okay, so we haven't expanded outside of Utah. But I'm saying school. they got college, yeah, and pros. But if you look at the story and the character of these kids, these encore is not going to represent somebody yeah. that's a thug. So you would have never got an NIL. Strong would have never got one. Me, they would have had it just because I'm I'm good with people. White people like me, so they would they would have signed me. Why it got to be white people, bro? Because I'm saying, you know, black encore is not all white. My, minorities automatically love me just because I'm minority. But white people, they like me. Huh? Straight up, just telling you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Hobart like <laughs> I'm telling you the Everybody truth. Everybody right now listen to the podcast. Hobart, don't tap no, no, stop tapping me. Why? Stop tapping me, Hobart. Like, like when they see you, they're like, man, he's sure is tan, but they see me, dang, he red just like us. Uh, <laughs> why people like he me? He a crab. <laughs> you crabby. You old crab. Crabby patty. You ask a question, I'm asking them, I'm answering yeah, them and straight I appreciate up. that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Just look at it this way. I had no idea this stuff was ever going to happen. If you told me that this in 2012 and my son told me, Dad, I want to play in the NFL, I had to laugh. Remember, my son was a fat, fat, clumsy. And I was like, all right, son, whatever, whatever. And then he was like, you know, he'd grab a ball. Let's throw a ball. All right, man, go on the front, run the ball. Get tired, run around. And then just kind of build. I didn't know anything like this NIL stuff or any of this recruiting stuff, whatever happened. But what happened was, and this is the truth of what 
changed my mindset. My wife and I owned a company that we dealt with troubled youth. And these troubled youth had to earn their home visits. And so my son used to always try to impress me. He'd do push-ups every day. He'd do push-ups. Like, yeah, great job, son. Wonderful. This fat kid, you know, doing push-ups. So one day, one of our clients who Hobart was tracking <laughs> brought him over to the office, and he was like, I want to go on a home visit. S.A. Little Oso is his name. Little gang, gang name. Little Oso means little bear. That's what he called him. Anyway, um, oh, thank you. And I go, hey. Okay, it bothered me. I want to go on a home visit. Okay, but this kid had bad grades. He didn't get up to school on time. He was fighting at school, drawing gang stuff all on the walls. Like he had a whole list of stuff that the teacher sent him. Like, okay, listen, if you can beat my six year old in push ups, I'll let you go home. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. He got up, bye, 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 bye. Died out about 21. Kingsley did 40 as a six year old. <laughs> And after that, I was like, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Man, we, we signed you up for something. Well, he didn't go on his home visit? No, he did not. Yeah, I remember that. He did not go on a home visit. So at six years old, man, you shouldn't be able to do. So to me, I was like, I got I got something here, guys. So he always been naturally strong. That's that's always been his thing. But a kid's, he when he looked at himself in the mirror because everybody said that he was fat. I never cooked. No, nah, I should say that. So that's that's my my mistake. I repented of that. But when he would look at himself, you would be like, "That's not me." But as his body started to change, and as we took him to these different cha- trainings and how he started to lift, and everybody used to say, "Why are you letting your your ten and eleven year old lift weights, man? Those things were those studies weren't made for Samoans and Polynesian kids. It's gonna stub his growth." Well, my son's six six now, so. Obviously, that didn't work, but he started lifting, and his body started changing, and he started growing, and then people started getting attention, and I thought, by the time he was 13, I said, you know what? We're going to take you out to California, because to me, I always thought, okay, I want to see where I can push this bar. So we go out to California, best 50 kids in the West, he wins this tournament, the Under Armour Classic, and the rest is history, but I'm telling you, that story may not be the same story for everybody. Your kid is different. So I just happened to just, I mean, if I was a dad that wasn't there, and I did did it for a joke. Like, I really never thought my six-year-old was going to beat this. And he was a teenager, right? He was was older. I think he was like 17. Yeah, and he could only do 21 push-ups. How's how's Hercules looking now at practice? It was, how's how's the team looking as far as the uh, team looks? Their offense, the line. I mean, I'm not just saying this just my son's here, but I've watched past high school. Uh, I watched past BYU school, uh, squads, and it's going to be tough to beat the squad from the last couple of years. And they've won 10 games, but this squad looks different to me. Like, and and it's a, I got to give a shout out to A-Rob because, man, that offense is looking nice. Jaron is on point. He actually looks like you could totally tell this is his team. Nobody's even challenging for that, that number one. He's It's his team. So everybody's playing for second and third string, but, the way that he commands that offense, it's at any point. I mean, you got Puka, you got. I mean, these guys, if they stay healthy, we in the New York Six, New Year Six. I'm telling you right now. So, we go five and zero. I don't think these guys can be stopped. And if everybody stays healthy, that new running back, Chris Brooks, man, he's the real deal. Hema Hemuli, the real deal. Lopini Katoa, the real deal. I'm talking, and they got that Erickson kid that's a tight end. He played at Kahuku. Balayan kid that he's a tight end 
man, I'm telling you, he came out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was at BYU. Because, of course, I haven't been at BYU, but he played at Koku. He's probably like 6'6". Six, six, really? Tight end. Good, man, good kid. I'm telling you, they got guy, and that old line is massive. The funny thing is, is my son's 6'6", six, six, but he's standing next to the Barrington kid, and he's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, six, um, there's a Clem kid that's like 6'10". Uh, wow. Freeland's like 6'8". But it's all the way across the, the whole line. Huge. So Jaron got a great wall right in front of him. He's loving it. I mean, he doesn't even get touched. It's so funny because I know they're trying to get to him, but it's not even funny. So it was exciting to me because Puka and Kingsley played together at Orem. They ran a little out-wheel route where they bring the tackle around to block. It was kind little of kind Orem of Orem Tiger play? Man, to see those two go take it 70 yards all the way downfield and Kingsley running alongside, that that was like the flashback of what they did in high Dang. school. So it was tough. The defense is going to be tough. So you saw that commit that came over from the SEC. He's a corner safety. From Vanderbilt? Yeah. I saw that. Wow. That's where they're picking up these, these kids. It's from, like you said, the portal. Well, if you look. experience. I mean, if the kids come to practice one time and they visit BYU and they watch a practice, they're going to look and be like, that's a pro-style high. That's a pro-style team. That's pro-sized guys. There's NFL guys all over that field. They want to be a part of it. Yeah. So they're going to go deep. Nice. So it, it's been exciting. This game, they got one more week, and then next week is the end of the spring game. They got that alumni game with all the old farts like T and Reno. I don't think Reno's playing. Kalen Hall is. My, my roommate at Dixie, he's playing. It's Federick versus Max Hall. Two yeah, watch teams. out before someone pull a muscle. Oh, man. I think it's flag. I hope they tackle, but I doubt it. No, yeah. it's flag, but even in flag. Yeah, like, these guys. I want to see J.D. go over there. Let me play Marshall Falk. <laughs> <laughs> Let me scout team Marshall Falk. Yeah. When who's their first game? Their first game is in Florida USF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they're in Tampa. So and then after that is the Notre Dame game. After that is the second game, Notre Dame. No, no, it's oh. Notre Dame's in October. Yeah, they're oh. the, they, and week three is Oregon. Sec, the second game is is it Baylor at home? Yeah, it's Baylor at home. So that's a, and Baylor's ranked number five. Or six. Oh. Looking at what, depending. That's and then Notre Dame's at five. Arkansas is at eight. So you're oh, looking at top everything's, 10 teams. Oh, yeah. Everything's yeah. just plain. It's boom, boom. And then, you know, Oregon, they're top 20. So if BYU goes five and oh, they're in the top 10. Easy. Easy. And Jaron's going to be mentioned. And I told him that. I told Jaron the other day, you're going to be mentioned in the Heisman Trophy and you will have a great chance of winning this if you have the season that we think you're going to have. You know, so. Man, that'd be great, man. That'd be great for BYU. Man, we got to do something about that Notre Dame game. We got to figure out a way. Oh, bro, to get there, we going. We got to. We got to broadcast on. on take camp? the podcast yeah. over there. Yeah, there. So BYU gets there on the Friday night. We should go Friday night. They play. Oh, where are we gonna post up? Place. Post up at South Point. No, nah, we just post up at their hotel. Do a little quick one, and then head out to South Point. Yeah, we could plan that out. Drive out there. I'm a fly, but you guys can drive. I, I can't drive. Yeah. Can't drive fifty five. And then they're at they're better at book, Boise this year. Better book your ticket. Ooh. BYU at Boise. They always have a tough time with Boise State, man. Always. So that's gonna be and they got a good solid schedule. And then their last game this season is Stanford at Stanford. You never know what's gonna happen. Remember Stanford beat Oregon, you know, when they were on a mm-hmm. roll. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna be good. So you got some former transfers, you got Kingsley that came from Oregon, they play at Oregon, then you got Hema Hemuli then that played at Stanford. At Stanford, so it's going to be a return of, of yeah, yeah. Some, some transfers and stuff. You know, going to hear some booze. 
my wife wants to go to the Oregon game. I ain't trying to do all that because I might tackle the duck. You know what I'm saying? Leroy. How could Leroy. you do that? I'll be on Sports Center though. We took pictures. Da-da-da-da. Brigham Young University father is banned from every game ever to be at Oregon. What's what's some of the things Kingsley is um, talking about as far as like the differences at practice compared to Oregon? Well, I don't know. He it's not his words, but to me, I mean, just while he's talking about it, it just seems like a more, um, I, yeah, I would say a more mature way of because uh, he was he's not used to. Oh, like Puka said, there's there's more married, yeah, athletes. Yeah, on that's what BYU. Puka said. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's kind of a, a more mature, like it, it's almost quiet. You know, when they're it's all business. You know, like sometimes a lot of colleges, their high school environment rolls off into the college environment. Yeah. So they got the the you know they BYU plays music, but when it's time to you yeah. know turn that music down, it's time to turn it down, and then. Coaches are, they're, they're, they're just as intense, but I think because there's a lot of player coaches, you know, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of older guys that have been through, this is, this is Kingsley's second, Former you know, players. spring, spring um, ball, you know, spring to play in the spring ball. So he's kind of, he saw the two differences, but I think that's pretty much what it is. Is It's a more of a mature. It almost sounds like you're describing a mullet, you know? What do you mean? It's business up front. And a party in, in the, the back. back. Ole me yoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you big mullet practicing. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. No, that's not what I was describing. it Because it's not a party. I just think they're all about business. Yeah. You know. And and when I and I actually watched them what they do after. There's a lot of players that stay after to get treatment. And it was good to see a lot of the, the players take care of their bodies. Not to say other schools don't. I didn't really stick around to watch all that. The only reason why I did was because I had, you know, other recruits that are with me that they were, wanted to see, like, the training and, the, yeah. you know, where they, they – so after practice we went there and then I saw players getting, you know, treatment, you know, in the in the, the pools, you know, getting massages and stuff like that. Like, so it was good. They do the whole thing, BYU. They're going to be great. Big 12, I'm excited for that, but it's going to be a great – Send off season, you know. That's gonna be good, man. I'm excited to see. We need to we need to start ramping up and getting some players on. Yeah, to come on, you know what I mean. As yeah. we ramp up towards, we can get Jaron on. Jaron Jaron's always good to come when he's got time. You know those guys they signed an NIL deal with uh, the Utah Warriors. Great, I mean they're a great organizations. You saw. The rugby yeah, is exciting, that. man, to watch. I, I don't really know a lot of it, but just see it. But they got Paul Leseki. Leseki. He's back. I mean, he's the old BYU guy. A couple of poly guys that are on there, but it's good to see them. But Kingsley's got some great stuff coming out. He's got like a – so they're designing a, a design for him um, where they have a, a line of his logo and stuff. They're going to – it's a line that – the Warriors are going to put out some nice stuff that, you know, they do. So hats, sweaters, and all that kind of stuff. So shout out to the Utah Warriors. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of good things. But it just to listen to their plan moving forward and how it's starting to build, they're going to be big, you know. Yeah. so They're in season right now. Yeah, they're in season. So um, last week they played a team from Toronto, and uh, Chaz went out there. And then Jaron went to the game before that. 
And uh, that was when they scored like 69 points and stuff like that. But now the weather's – so Kingsley's game that he's going to be out there where they're actually going to release his stuff is sometime in May. Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah keep us updated. Yeah, we'll so we're going to take that. that one. Yeah, so he'll be doing some signing of his brand or whatever they're going to do. But it's cool. I just got to make sure I got my nachos, popcorn. I don't even know what stuff. food they have there. But, man, they hopefully got some poly food because see Big Buddha running up and down the field. Doesn't mean oh, really? they're going to have poly food over there. Why? Big Buddha eat granola bars nowadays. And nah, but I'm saying, like, there's going to be a lot of poly people to come out there and watch these games. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the tickets aren't expensive, man. They're like 10 bucks. You can get a ticket out there for 10 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks I will mean, get you a great seat. We weren't going to buy our tickets. Yes, you, know? you are. Our supervisor yes, are. over here was going to buy it for us, right, no, Sean? My son got a season ticket, so I get one. <laughs> Just bring your rugby shorts. Oh. Like the one Hobart always in? One Hobart always <laughs> wear. Big booty, booty cutter. Big Buddha cutters. <laughs> The one that you got stuck in your teeth, yeah. Gonna need my shorts back. Man, he's got he's on one today, boy. We have to sign him up for his Kings of Comedy, boy. I tell you, I'm here all night, baby. So, anyways, 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 we got a lot of good stuff coming up. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors that are out, especially Encore. Yeah. You know, and uh, Kings he signed a deal with the uh, Kisakava. I can't wait till that gets pushed out. Kisakava is a is a waka kava. It's the one, I think they said it's the most popular online bot kava. Really? So we're going to have to taste that. It's waka kava. Uh, we we're just waiting for the product. We got to get Ofa kava on that list. Well, oh, our Ofa kava guy didn't show up today because he busy. <laughs> Shout out to Lala, working hard for that yeah. money. Lala. Got that Ofa lahi. You know, so I got my trilingual cousin over here across from me that I always just got to correct my tongue in. We also got, um, who, um, the bakery and Sagato. They're going to come up. Oh, yeah. We're going to get the Sagatos. Yeah. Just forget about the our Sagatos. Sagatos. So excited to get some meat pies up in this yeah. mud. Yeah. Can you bring some Pony Popo, too? Bro. Grind his Pony Popo. Let me talk to the the Sagatos. See what they can uh, provide. Lita. Lita, yeah? Lita. Yeah. Don't be trying to overpronounce what I say. I, Bro, I can say, say Tonga. Right. I can say Lita. You know, Do you and say, we also got um, we also got Reno Mai coming up one of these weeks. You know, he was busy out at the golf course with you today, Leroy, but he did text and say, "Catch him on another one because Reno, I can't wait to see you." He man. golfed thirty six holes. I don't care. I was supposed to do that too, but I was hashed, man. Sorry, eighteen was. So Reno said he's gonna come through. That's why time. I only really, I only really can golf nine. Eighteen is too long, man. Nine is perfect. Hey, yeah, retire life, man. How is it, bro? Is it? Man, we just picked up another client, so I'm excited to start on that on Monday. Here we go. So we'll see what happens. But I met a lot of great guys out there today at the golf course. So any of you guys that want to do a lot of great networking and lot want to meet a lot of great minds and business owners, you guys need to come out to the second annual Kalani Sataki Classic at the, and it's it coincides with the the week of the coaching uh, clinic, which is tomorrow. And Andy Reid is their keynote speaker of the Kansas City Chiefs, and then they have the pro day, which um, the scouts will be out on Friday. So I will be out there to check that out. So um, I don't think Tyler is going to be running it, but I know he's going to be doing some other events. They also got Samson Nakua, um, James Empey, uh, a couple other guys that are going to be uh, doing the pro day. So it's their version of the combine here of BYU's Pro Day. So I think they only got like five or six guys that are going to be nice. doing. So it's cool that I'll be able to check that out. I watched. Uh, I was down last year and watched uh, Oregon's Pro Day, and they had Panay, of course, and then you know his brother Gabe, 
and all the other guys that are in the NFL right now. But it was cool to see. You see all 32 teams. Actually, 31 because the Rams don't send nobody. Yeah, I know. I heard they Why? just like to check on film. I don't know. Well, all of a sudden, y'all win the Super Bowl? Y'all uh, going to act different? Because we high maka maka like that. The Rams. Shout out to my Los Angeles Rams, Coach McVay. Actually, Coach McVay, he's going to be speaking at um, the at Miami. The clinic. Yeah, the Miami Clinic. So him, uh, Jimmy With Johnson. Yeah. So Miami got a cool coach. And that's the thing they didn't have back in the day. Like, man, I wish high school coaches could go to those. Because BYU is only like, I don't know, like 50, 40, 50 bucks to go and to hear from big name coaches. And then Miami, I think theirs was like 40, 50 bucks. You know, it's just yeah. getting out there. But if you're a high school coach, if you're if you're a coach, to get out on those those clinics, man, and take and take advantage of that, yeah. shoot, knowledge is power. Yo, network, learn, so grasp. That's what's going on with this week for me. And uh, you know, we ain't got nothing else coming up. But man, it's getting warm out here in Utah. Yeah, and it's good to see all the pylon is going to be out here next month. General conference next month. Easter is next month. But Pylon's going to be big. The Salt Lake one is here in Salt Lake. It used to be that one that's... In Vegas? It's coming yeah, here? Yeah. It was here. It? I think it was here last year. Where's it going to be at? Salt Lake somewhere. I don't know. That's huge. Yeah. So Trey that was on here with Level Up and those guys, they're going to be doing a... Kingsley's supposed to be doing a, a big man camp in the spring, and they're going to help with that. And we'll let everybody know about that as it comes up. But I know... Uh, Sewell Strong, their foundation is going to be doing something with Panay and those guys here in Utah. It's going to be, obviously, so uh, Tua Tomoyloa's dad had his camp at Orm High School. How was that, Leroy? It was good. It was a lot of a lot of kids come out there. And so Orm High School is hosting a lot of this stuff, and it's also through Gabe. So, oh, nice. you know, if you it's can get, to, you can get in there. That. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. centralized, a lot of people come out here, but Kingsley will have his spring camp out there, you know, um, in, in the spring at Orm High School. So he's going to have... Do you have a date on that yet? Um, we're looking the second week of April. Nice. So it's gonna it's probably gonna just be one day and a half day, so day and a half. And it's mostly gonna be some speakers and stuff. And Kingsley will be out there with some of his other players and some of the coaches, his uncles. So his grandfather, Kingsley's grandfather is Hall of Famer Junior IU, so he'll be here for that week. We're just waiting on him. And then he's got uncles like CJ IU, who's now the coach over at Texas Tech. Jason IU, his other cousin, G- JT Mapple, who played at Tennessee and also Washington JT's Redskins. JT's coming? Yeah. All and right. EJ, with, uh, he played also with the Rams. So he got a lot of uncles, a lot of big men. They're all big men. So they're D linemen, O linemen. So it'll be a good little camp. Uh, it'll be more of a mental type camp. They'll get fed well, especially if my father-in-law comes. So we'll You're about to bring that fish. Keep you guys posted on the – on that camp and it'll be good. So our podcast will be broadcasting live over there at the, the camp. Yeah. That'd uh, be good. Keaton, anything new out in your world? Nah, bro. We're just making it day by day. Encore. We just finished up the deal. We did, uh, we had a team deal with TCU football last weekend. Nice. It went really well. So we'll, uh, Take that show on the road, get in touch with a couple other schools, see if we can do that. Is that, when you say with TCU football, is it kind of like you're going to represent some of their football athletes, or how does that work? So we went, to, we went to the team and, and said we have this opportunity for everyone that wants to opt in, and it was through one of the solar companies in the area. They did a little internship on the weekend, got paid, and 
then we'll take that and we'll kind of go with that solar company around the country to different schools. Ooh, that's smart. So you're tagging nice. with the solar company. Yeah, so they get to learn about solar and, and they, they go out in the community and, and, you know, do some outreach programs. And then Oh, that's smart. Nice. The solar company benefits from it. So guys is get paid and everybody's... Is it part of here? Yeah, it was Encore. It was Encore. We went out there. Uh, they're Dallas-Fort Worth. What solar company? It's Legacy. Gotcha. They're up there nice. in Lehigh. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Is that the one that Kingsley did on his commitment? Nice. Oh, that was a different one. That's the AF one, yeah. Well, sign him up for that one, too, then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that, man. I, I see that, man. Keaton, that's some nice networking right there. Yeah, these guys are doing it big. Appreciate Encore and all the stuff they do. They work hard, man. These guys are always on the hustle. I think Keaton starts at 7 in the morning, and we keep him here till 8, 8 o'clock in, at night. So Yeah, thanks, Keaton. So we're going we gonna to wrap this up this week. Next week... We're just going to have to play Pop Goes the Weasel and see who shows up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we only ask people once, and I'm going to have to say any names. You one know? time. Yeah, man. One yeah. time for the one time. Hi, Muffa, hashtag Muffa is, right is too, uh, you know. Uh, hashtag, he's out, man. Forget about him. JD, I don't even want to know him, man. <laughs> Mr. Hashtag. We ain't going to say his name anymore. We're just going to call him Hash Brown. Hash. We're not even going to call him Hash Hash, hashtag. hash, hash Black. Black. Hash Black. Hash Black. <laughs> yeah. Fate Black. That's a Jay-Z thing. All right. All right. Hey. We'll tune in next week. Yeah. Appreciate all of our our uh, info that we were able to have and yeah. the guys that are out here taking the time to do it. Keaton, thank you very much. Yeah. And we'll see you again have next week. Have a good week, week everybody. Good, good story. story.